When divorce, separation, or a stressed family structure is present, often children experience the worst of it. Parents, while trying to be there for their children, often can't see past what's going on with themselves. This is Reclaiming Your Life with Don Christensen. Don knows firsthand about the issues that surround divorce, having experienced it herself as a young mother. Now, there is a forum for you to share and learn together. Here is your host, Don Christensen. Welcome, welcome. I'm your host, Don Christensen. Thank you so much for leaning in with me today. And in anticipation of Father's Day, we're going to be appreciating dads today. Um, Long live the king, right? (laughs) Raising nights and days. (laughs) I know, right? I have an amazing guest speaker today. Um, His name is Mr. Lance McCann. And he is the father of two teenagers, uh, a daughter and a son. So he can directly relate with everything we're going to be talking about today. Um, And my appreciation for his philosophy is not just to raise your children but to develop them Lance it's so great to have you here today thank you so much um, thank you for the offer to uh, come on your show it's, it's pretty cool um, to be a guest uh, on a radio show so I'm here to uh, share my point of view of development versus raising that's awesome. It gives me chills when I hear about that. <laughs> so, as you know, in today's world, you know, growing up is, isn't easy. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't, we didn't think it was easy for us when we were growing up, but, oh, you know, kids today not. have a, absolutely, you know, kids today have a lot to figure out and adjust to, um, and there's big decisions to make. Um, well, we, at our, in our growing up, we had cartoons, and they have, <laughs> you don't have cartoons anymore, I don't think. You know, it's like know. they have the World Wide Web and YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Musical.ly and all this other stuff. Absolutely. I, I think there's you have to pay to get the cartoons now on some special network or something. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the good, the good old days. Uh, so, um, yeah, the world has changed fast. I mean, when, we, when I was growing up, I mean, we had Pong, which was basically tabletop tennis, and now they have these games that are so realistic, it's mind-blowing. I know, 4D. Couldn't even imagine that when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. I remember Pong, too. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. How funny. That's crazy. <laughs> um, that was pretty wild. So I believe that every child needs a dad that he or she can count on. And, you know, they need someone that, that's involved, who loves them, who can guide them and help them achieve their destiny. And um, when we were talking uh, before the show the other day, you know, we shared some amazing insights together. And we did share a little bit about, you know, some external factors or life circumstances that not some father or some fathers don't have the ability to be as involved as they wanted to be or can be. And I know that you are directly involved with your children and I want to um, ask you to tell me more about um, examples of how you, of your relationship with you, you know, maybe with your father that built you into the person that you are so that you can be the amazing dad you are? <laughs> well, my dad, uh, he had very little patience. Um, and that's kind of bled over to me, too, uh, growing up. But I've, I've, being conscious of it is, helps you group, work through it. So my dad, he yelled a lot. And he didn't have a lot of patience growing up, but he loved us all all the time, you know, even after he, you know, chewed my butt out afterwards, he would come back and go, do you know why I did this? Do you understand why I'm so upset? And that, I think, was like the big learning lesson. Like we didn't do our chores or, or whatever. I mean, I'm an identical twin brother, so we we both got to see really the same. So, but understanding why he was upset made the yelling didn't necessarily make it okay, but it helped us understand 
Like, okay. He wasn't just being mean. He was, and I'm kind of the same way. I'll ask, I'll ask, I'll ask. Then I get a little louder, then I get a little louder, and then it's like, okay, I've asked you 12 times. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Why is this not done? (laughs) But after I'm, you know, blow up, I'm like, okay, I I do the same thing with my children. Do you understand why I'm so upset? And hopefully they understand the dynamics of the cause and effect. Have they done what I requested for the first or second time, we wouldn't be where we are today in this moment where dad's veins are popping out of his head because I'm (laughs) getting clean up after the dog. The dog's, you know, that's the dog's bathroom out there. You're supposed to keep it clean for the dog. This is your dog. You're supposed to take care of it. And so... um, It's showing them them choices, right? The voices... The choices. Oh yes, the, the choice. Well, if you chose to do this, and now we're in this situation, and if you know, maybe next time you can think about choosing something different <laughs> to get a different reaction or outcome. Yeah, I mean, your life would be so much easier if you just listen to what I asked you to do or told you to do. Sometimes I ask, sometimes I tell. Yeah. If you just listen to in the direction the first time. Would be, your life would be so much easier. You wouldn't be grounded. You would have your phone. You would, you would, you want to act like an adult when it's when it's convenient for you. But when you, when I ask you to do something, then you revert to a child, and now you want me to just let you go walking around the streets, you know, walk down to you know Bob's Marina and go have a, a cheeseburger. Right. How do I know you're going to keep your word if you can't even keep your word right now? So keeping keeping those things in the forefront of their mind, you got to be true to what you say. If you say you're going to clean up your room by 4 o'clock, you have to do it. You, you can't, mm-hmm. it can't be 7 o'clock or you're going to be grounded. Or and it's teaching them the balance and learning how, to, learning how to time management. There's so many life skills to, to develop your children into understanding. And that's, speaking of development, that is my theory on raising, I'm not raising my children, I'm developing them. Yeah, I love that. And, I love that. <laughs> you know, because my, I told my son when he was very young, and my daughter, my job is to protect you, and that means protect you from everything. Not just somebody breaking into our house and trying to hurt you or somebody outside when we're going to the mall trying to hurt you. It's teaching you life skills, how to cook, how to clean. Um, you need to work on the balance in the checkbook part, but teaching them common sense, how to think for themselves. All those mm-hmm. things come into my the, the bubble or the shield of protection. I want them to be right. able to be think for themselves. And that goes for both sons and daughters. You know, Absolutely. even though how you relate to them might be a little bit different because of gender or, or whatever the dichotomy is, but the philosophy is the same. Absolutely. Yeah. You, um, for me, I, I didn't know my sister, so I was in, in, in that. That was for my dad's first marriage, so. And my, my mom and dad got married and had identical twin boys, so I didn't see the how to raise a daughter, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but moving forward, I kind of try to teach, treat them the same. I don't, just because she's a girl doesn't mean she gets special treatment. Right. She she's my princess, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that. Um, I would love to talk to you about your philosophy about developing your knight, which is your son. So okay. I know that there's nothing like a father-son relationship. And as boys grow up, there's many, there's a lot of people who influence him, you know, and his development. So how old is your son again? He is 16. And, uh, 16. Man, I remember when my son was 16. It was, it was a 20. love hate. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, um, um, 
while there's been a lot of progress in the past few decades about many, you know, about emotional vulnerability, not being a masculine trait, what are your thoughts around that? And how do you teach your son? Uh, uh, you know, I think this will be, be a, a three-hour show if we dive deep. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the the outside. You know, <clears throat> men want to feel cared about and loved the same way as a woman does. And being <clears throat> vulnerable, like telling somebody, hey, you hurt my feelings, mm-hmm. that opens the communication lines up versus walking around mad all the time. Right. You know, it's, it's like you can have that, be angry and have that chip on your shoulder, but it only hurts you. At least if you express your feelings and you get nothing back, hey, then you can cut that person out of your life. Exactly. Hey, right. Lance, we're going to take a short break right now, but okay. when we come back, I am going to um, continue speaking with you about, you know, how to raise and, and develop your knight in shining armor. So we will be right back. All right. Sounds good. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Fullick. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. In fitness and health, we all deserve a second chance. Join host Michael Skog for the program, You Only Stronger. You always have the ability to start fresh, even if you slip up on your diet or fitness program. Even small steps taken throughout the day can help. Each show will conclude with weekly assignments that you can use and will want to hear your feedback. You Only Stronger airs live Mondays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Reclaiming Your Life. To reach Dawn Christensen or her guest today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to LegalBeagle4212 at gmail.com. Now, back to Reclaiming Your Life. We are back. Thank you. Dawn Christensen here, and we're speaking with special guest Lance McCann. Um, We're just talking about fathers and um, developing their sons. And, you know, Lance, when I was raising my own son, who's now 28, you know, as he grew, it became apparent that I needed to implement a plan to help him become a man or into manhood. And although his father and I were, you know, divorced, he was extremely active in in our son's life. And I needed to, you know, figure out how to help my son that complemented his dad's efforts. So one of the huge things that, that I remember that I did was to help my son develop skills, attitudes, and value planning. So in the in the area of skills, and you touched on it earlier about you know balancing a checkbook and and you know cooking and stuff. You know what other life skills do you teach your son? 
Well, my the <clears throat> I told my son like I'm I'm help I want and my daughter like I'm teaching her how to be a man or a woman before it's time. So you're gonna struggle. You have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so, um, when he was 15, he got a girlfriend. I'm like, okay. My wife was like, hell no. I'm like, no, it's a great opportunity for us to teach him. Um, so he was going through some problems. Like, do not talk to your friends about girls. They have no idea. I've got 45 years of experience. Come to me. So we've had those discussions, those father-son talks. And he's like, you know, I, I, I think you know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, because <laughs> it was like, it was a, that was a huge leap. Right. Him being stubborn and like, you know, upset with me because I'm telling him what to do all the time. Because as a father, you know what's best for your children. But being able to show him through example, like, here's A, here's B. It's your choice, but I suggest choosing A over B. And when it worked out for him, he was like, he was pretty happy. And so I teach, I teach them, both my kids, how to be healthy, better eating habits, how to cook, how to clean, how to manage their day-to-day life. I had recently competed in... Um, my first bodybuilding show. So I shredded. I was super lean. But showing them, modeling them, dedication and behavior, not cheating on my diet, except only when I was, my coaches allowed me to. The internal fortitude, the grit, to be able to persevere to your goal. That was huge for me. It was a huge lesson. And they both were like, you know, we're proud of you, Dad, which was a, a pretty amazing. That alone made, made what they call hell week worth it, you know, where you're just like feeling <laughs> and dead. You, and you led by example. I mean, you're, you're leading your children by example, and that is huge because I remember, you know, you know, growing up with someone telling me not to smoke and here they are smoking while they're telling me not to smoke. So the example <laughs> that they were giving me was not effective at all, you know, and, right. and I'm not saying that that's compared to what you're doing in any way, but that's just kind of what came to my mind about the, the skills and the values that you're instilling in your, in your children by leading them by example. Absolutely. And then, you know, giving back to the community. I'm a board member. Um, actually, I was just voted vice president of Disabled American Veterans Charities of San Joaquin. Congratulations. So, uh, thank you. And I'm also an associate member of Blue Star Moms, and Blue Star Moms, they support active duty and deployed troops by doing care packages. So they had a huge operation care package in Roseville, Roseville Toyota, and Hundreds of people come and dropped off stuff. There's boxes and boxes, just like anything that you would want from home, being overseas, cookies, chips, gum, the simple things. They were out there working, sorting, and doing all this stuff to help with the troops. Of course, they were complaining because they had to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning. But oh, you're talking about your children there, went with you? <laughs> yeah, I, I made them go. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, um, but once they got out there and they saw the camaraderie and everybody pulling together to support the troops who give us our freedoms that we have on our day-to-day, they were pretty happy at the end of the day. They, they were like, I'm glad we came out. And I had tons of compliments about my kids. So that makes, awesome. you, uh, <laughs> that makes for a proud father. Right, right, you and know. your and your children, um, they were present when people were, you know, commenting positively on them to you. Uh, a couple times, they were like, That's "Your kids good. are work." They were work. They worked outwork the people who were actually benefiting. The other people who were getting the care packages, my kids were constantly working. I mean, we took a little break, you know, for an hour for our lunch, but then, you know. More packages came in, you know, a truck dropped off some, you know, a whole bunch of stuff, and we were just mm-hmm. moving and hustling. So it was, it was right good. Right on. You know, the other thing I, I have them do is have them read. I don't read a lot. I listen to books because I'm always on the go. 
Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I hate this. I'm like, look at my library. I listen to books all the time. I don't fill my brain 24-7 with junk. What is, so your, read, what is the most recent book that you had your your son read? <laughs> Grant Cardone, 10X Rule. Both my son and my daughter. Wow. You know, That's incredible. I want them... I want them to be a boss or know how to be a boss, a CEO, CFO, entrepreneur, but they don't have to be. I want them to have the tools in their toolbox to go, oh, that's my dad, man. I see now. Um, So they've read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And it's a development. There was a a great math teacher. He's like, there's nature versus nurture. I could teach anybody how to be a great mathematician if I just have them young enough and could instill in them the the laws of, or the rules of math. And I was like, well, I could do that with my kids. Start them young. <laughs> have them read. You know. um, and they hated it. But now they understand. I think yeah. So. Well, that's good. I know that developing them, giving them something that, that is maybe a little bit more advanced, like I did with my son, um, it prepared him for when he got to that level, he's like, I know this, or I can relate to that because I, I, something in their mind is going to connect it back to what they've done already, which is, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Absolutely. So, 100%. Uh, so, sorry about, what was that? I, was, I agree with you 100%. Awesome. You, know, you don't Thanks. talk to your children at their level. Yeah. You know, when your son was three years old, did you talk to him at a three-year-old level? No. You want no, him to grow up to until they grow adult. up, right? <laughs> you, talk to, you talk to them at an adult, advanced level, because you were pushing that envelope. You wanted them to grow into that person you want them to be. I mean, exactly. if you talk to your kid at their level, they would never have a vocabulary. <laughs> but you have to That's expose true. them to these things. Yep, I agree. So, um, we were, they swim competitively, I, you know, versus rec swim. So I said, I looked up a swimmer, a coach swimmer, who he, you know, he talked about developing his athletes. I said, read this article, both of them. I'm like, okay. You read it? Yeah. Okay. So what do you think about it? Well, the coach is pushing them and developing them and, you know, working on their strokes and so on and so forth. I'm like, Yeah. Exactly. Now let's flip that coin over to dad. Do you think dad is raising you or developing you? And they both said developing. I was like, hallelujah. Right. They got it. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. Thank you. All right. Well, so now you understand why I make you read these books because I want you to be developed. Exactly. Versus raised. That's awesome. Hey, Lance, we're going to take our next short pause. And when we come back, we're going to talk about daughters or dames, Uh raising dames. So we will be right back. Okay, sounds good. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? 
We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Reclaiming Your Life. To reach Dawn Christensen or her guest today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to LegalBeagle4212 at gmail.com. Now, back to Reclaiming Your Life. Welcome back. This is Dawn Christensen, still here with special guest Lance McCann. Uh, we were talking about fathers and, you know, developing their nights. I wanted to talk to you now about fathers and daughters developing um, your dames or princesses, as we would like to call it go. these days. <laughs> the little Little princess. And, and, you know, that's how us girls picture ourselves when we're growing up. We see all the cartoon little, you know, shows about um, Sleeping Beauty and, you know, all that Little Mermaid. Um, but but as we grow up, men are, will come in and out of our lives. Um, but one man always is always there, and that's her dad. So the father-daughter relationship plays a vital role in a daughter's journey into adulthood and I know my dad played a huge role in that um, journey Um, I looked up to my dad he was my hero he was my rock Um, and he was who I related to most growing up because he exampled to me empathy and words of encouragement and comfort including having a hard hand when it came to discipline and when he really needed to so (laughs) I know you can relate to that are we calling that is that code for the belt yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> CPS. Yeah. Nowadays it would be. Um, daughters but, are definitely different. Yeah. How, yeah, how do you relate softer. with your daughter compared to your son? Well, when, when she was growing up, I always told her she was beautiful. Like, and then I was like, do you know why dad tells you you're beautiful all the time? She's like, no. I go, because one day... Some boy is going to tell you how beautiful you are. And I want you to look at him and say, I know, because my dad tells me every day. I don't want her to seek out that outside affirmation from boys or men. I want that to be modeled from me. You know, I don't want her right. not to have it. If she's getting it from me, then her focus will be more on school and her goals versus trying to seek attention from from boys you know not that she's you know she she can't get married until she's like 30 or something <laughs> you know that's the idea <laughs> that's what we all say when our kids are growing up friend, you know but I just wanted her to be to know that I think she's beautiful that's great first and foremost well, it's, it's so important for girls to hear that from their dads um because it's not just you're beautiful on the outside. Because it's the girls that they have, when we're growing up, we have all these stigmas to live up to. You know, the TV and magazines and social media and, you know, everything outside of the four walls of our homes is like, uh, you know, something that girls have to deal with. I mean, boys too. Yeah. But, you know, I, I want to know that I'm beautiful on the inside, not just on the outside. But also, you know, if you go to YouTube, you could find these videos of these average-looking girls who, when they're done photoshopping them, look like supermodels. So I made my daughter like, hey, sit down. I want you to watch this. Come here. And so we watched a little three- or four-minute video from this girl who just had bad acne and all this stuff. And so we took her and photoshopped her and made her look like a goddess. 
Like, see, everything you see in magazines and TV is not real. Uh-huh. These people are not real. They're photoshopped. So don't compare yourself to a magazine ad or something. It's not real. It's made to look more than it is. It's Show so awesome reality. that you showed her that and that the reality of that, because, you know, so many things are, are fake. And oh my um, gosh. thank you for showing her that. It, it was, um, <clears throat> you know, I guess the, the terminology today is empowering women. You know, I just think it was, you know, being a good role model right. and being a good right. dad, you know, it's not necessarily empowering. Empowering her is teaching her how to be strong and, and believing in yourself and not and looking develop, for outside people. And developing people. analytical skills, too. I mean, analyze some stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Don't, don't take everything girls, on its face. You know, my son didn't have a problem with growing up as far as, like, bullying and stuff like that. But little girls are mean. I was just like blown away how evil some of these little girls are. Um, yeah. One time, <clears throat> this girl, this boy came up to my daughter and said, so-and-so doesn't want to be a friend, your friend anymore. She, you know, I told her, no matter what, you always come to dad first. So she's like, dad, can I talk to you? I'm like, of course. And my rule is, with her, is like, look, dad's busy. Sometimes I don't understand what's going on. You say you need to talk. I might be caught up in something. And I tell her, like, if you say, hey, Dad, <laughs> hey, dummy, you know, I need to talk to you, <laughs> I'll get it. That's our code. It's a little, it's a little more um, rough than that. But it's my code, like, okay, there's a problem. I need to stop what I'm doing and focus on her. Because sometimes we brush our kids off because we're caught up in deadlines and, and so on and right. so forth. And I'm like, look, if you ever, ever, ever need to say something that's important to me and I'm not listening to you, this is what you say. And I'll get it. Right. It's like your code. <clears throat> yeah. And she's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to cuss. I'm like, you're the heck you're not. You're going to say it right now. Maybe. So she's like, like, okay, as long as those words, you know those words, we're good. And so this girl was, this boy said that to my daughter. I'm like, okay, tomorrow you're going to go tell that girl this. If you don't want to be my friend anymore, you need to put your big girl panties on and tell me yourself. And then turn around and walk away. And she's like, I'm not doing that. And she was probably like eight years old. Like, we're going to rehearse it. So we rehearsed it. I said, tomorrow you're going to do it. She's like, okay. Come home. Did you do it? Yeah. I go, how'd I feel? She's like, felt pretty good. <laughs> like, right on. I go, okay, now, in about two or three days, she's going to want to be your friend again. And when she yeah. comes up to you and wants to be your friend again, you tell her you're going to think about it. And so, <laughs> you know, that just broke the whole social structure. You know, she was on the outside. She was on the inside circle of the girls. Then she was pushed out. Then she reclaimed that power by being her own person, being her own rock. Then they wanted to be her to come back into the circle. I'm like, it's your choice, but don't burn your bridges. Don't burn your bridges with your friends who are on the outside of the circle because one day you might be on the outside again. Right. You know, but still treat them with dignity and kindness. If they say, oh, don't be friends with her, Say no. I'm going to treat that person the way I always treated them, teaching them to be humble and right, you know, humility, and have integrity for your own self. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, and so she was. She felt pretty good after that, teaching her how to be her own boss. Really. Right. Manage her, her own, own self. The CEO and, and her feelings. Right. Yeah. And she's so, come to me a couple times. Um, she's had to use those harsh words I told her. I'm like, okay, give me, give me 30 seconds. <laughs> Let me right? get send on this email. <laughs> okay. This I'm is important, you. Dad. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, because <clears throat> we're all busy. You know, we need something to slap us upside our head and say, okay, there's a problem. We need to listen to our kids. 
So yeah, that's you know, why, sometimes that's they reach out to us and we're so caught up in, you know, our stuff too. I mean, who listens to us? So we call our dads or our moms. <laughs> but yeah. so it trickles down that way. You know, we need to just, like you said, you have your own little code and that'll snap you out of whatever you're doing or whatever thought process you're in to say, okay, I can revisit that later, but my children need me now. So. Absolutely. They're number one. They are. That's the way it should be. So, Lance, <laughs> how do you show your children um, that they're worth investing your time and energy in, besides everything we talked about? <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the biggest thing is, like, when I can't really show them per se, but when people compliment them, that's when when I say that's when I share that with them. Like, and they get it. They've even come to me and said, "Now we understand." Mm-hmm. Especially my son. He's like, because he's a little older, his comprehension is a little different. He's like, and, and but we talk about it around our daughter as well. Like, now you understand when people compliment you it's a reflection of us uh, we were at a, um, a swim dinner and this guy come up and said I, when my son grows up I want him to be just like your son I'm like wow huh I was blown away like you do realize that's like the hugest compliment you could ever give another man he's like oh yeah and I mean right. every word of it I'm like <laughs> so I shared that with them. All those, all these, you might think I'm being mean to you sometimes. I made him right. go apologize to his ex-girlfriend's mom. And he's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, yeah, you are. I go, you don't understand why, but I'll explain it to you later. And just building that humility, taking the higher road sometimes pays dividends down the road. Oh, sure, and it builds watching. such a great character in your children um, for having the ability to have those values you can tap into at any time instead of, you know, not having them, not realizing or not recognizing what humility looks like. Um, children could act completely different. Absolutely. And it's a hard let, you know, <laughs> I make a joke with my kids. I'm like, you got to be proud of humility. And uh, <laughs> my son, he was like, what? My daughter didn't quite get it because she didn't understand the words. But so, but I, ex- I explained it to her, about how, how it's a, an oxymoron. And she's like, that's pretty funny, Dad. Like, <laughs> yeah, but we don't go around saying that. We only say it, you know, amongst ourselves jokingly. But you got to be humble. No matter how big you get, you have to be kind to people. Because really, I have a networking event that I post uh, at Papa Pablo's every month. And something I say is you never know when you're going to meet somebody who's going to change the trajectory of your life or your business. But on the other side of that coin is you never know when you're going to be that change in somebody's life. Exactly. So exactly. People remember whether you're going to be yeah. a, a positive memory or a negative memory, they're going to remember. Absolutely. Because you, you run into people and you never know when you're going to spark or be the catalyst for change in their life. Exactly. You know, exactly. I'm, I met a guy well, down in town selling hey, crack one time. Yes. Lance, we're going to need to take our last pause right now, but we will be right back to wrap this up and um, share some more points about vision. I'm excited for that. We'll be back in a minute. All right, me too. All right. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories that
the gossip and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My Favorite Coffee Story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you know that over 70% of Americans with severe disabilities are unemployed? Are you one of the 2.5 million Americans with epilepsy? If you are or know someone struggling with these issues, tune in to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. On the show, Joyce will discuss these issues as well as others. She will have on nationally known guests that will offer helpful insight on disability matters and let you, the listener, call in with your questions and concerns. So if you struggle with a disability or know someone who does, listen to Disability Matters with Joyce Bender. Heard every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time here on VoiceAmerica.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Reclaiming Your Life. To reach Dawn Christensen or her guest today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to LegalBeagle4212 at gmail.com. Now, back to Reclaiming Your Life. Welcome back. You know, as we wrap up this awesome episode with my guest Lance McCann, um, I would like to have you share, um, Lance, some pointers that you might be able to give our listeners about casting a vision for your children. So to me, like a vision has to do with the attitudes that a dad conveys about who his children are and what they can become. And we all, we always want to strive for good visions. Um, so what are your... Or what is your opinion about or examples that you can offer about a positive vision that you cast for your children? Well, I make sure I tell them I love them every day, kiss them goodbye, you know, good night every night, and just let them know that even when I'm mad at them, I still love them. And I think that's a big, just because I'm mad at you doesn't mean I stop loving you. Right. And so wrapping that all up into a vision of them moving forward. It, it just being a, a good role model, mm-hmm. leading by example, um, teaching them that they're competitors in life. You're, you know, you're a competitor at the, the, the day you were born, you know, you beat all the other swimmers to the egg. <laughs> so what are you going right. to do? What are you going to do with that? Yeah. Right. Exactly. So exactly. Don't stop competing. You won that race. You won your very first race. <laughs> <laughs> right. The most important race is your first one. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I know that that um, for me, for my dad, with with my relationship with my dad, it was, you know, teaching me to become the right person not just trying to find the right person. So he was developing me to be the right person and all that I could be. And then the right people in my life would come to me at the right moment because I was living, this is going to sound silly, my righteousness. You know what I mean? My rightness. Or, or your true self. So being your or true my true self. self. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, it depends on, you know, you know some people for those, you know, people who don't believe in uh, the Bible and stuff. But, yeah, it's those two dynamics <clears throat> help you develop who you are. You know, that was like we were saying, like, you never know when you're going to touch somebody's life. So 
But by being true, living your true self, your righteous self, those other people will be attracted to you. Other people will be coming into your life that will help influence you Mm -hmm. or lead you down a better path. Providing you your life, right? Right, right. <laughs> and I'm re- I'm remembering what you said about that that gentleman who commented um, to you about your son. I, I think it was you were at a swim meet dinner. Yeah, and yeah, we were at a he dinner. was commenting. He was commenting about your son, but he was. Yeah. In my own mind, I'm thinking that he was actually looking at you as a father fathering your your child and developing him so he wasn't only just saying i hope my son turns out like you he was saying i hope i can develop my son like you did wow i never thought of it like that that's pretty uh profound i like that thank you (laughs) you know the um the coach of the, the swim team he had to leave unexpectedly and he's an older gentleman and he called me one day he's like you know, I have to tell you, but I saw, he, I saw him calling. He's a man of very few words. I saw him calling on my phone. I'm like, he's not calling me for no reason. I'm like, I got to go. I was talking on the phone. I'm like, I got to go. I got to take this call. And he's like, hey, I just want to call you and tell you how wonderful your children are. What a great job you and your wife have done to, you know, raise two wonderful children. You know, you should be very proud of yourself. And I'm like... Uh, thank you. I go, I, man, that blows me away. I know you're a man of very few words, but for you to take the time to call me and tell me that, because he doesn't associate with a lot of people outside of the, the, the team. Mm-hmm. But for him to call me and say that, man, I, I got choked up. I was like, I'm getting choked up right now, Brian. I don't even know what to tell you. Wow. You know, um, and that was a huge compliment. So it helps reaffirm that what I'm doing is uh, I'm on the right path. I may exactly. go left or right, but, you know, for the most part, I'm going down the right path and teaching my kids, raising them, or developing them, how developing them into be good human beings, the best that they exactly. can be. Right, by um, modeling kindness and respect, love, teaching your children to develop healthy expectations of themselves. You know, yeah. that, that all Show plays such a key all the role. Time. Yeah. Caring for them, hugging them before they go to bed and letting them know, like, I love you. Right. And, you know, sometimes that, I know that, that when, when I deal with, you know, the community here, so I've heard that some dads say that it it's kind of, they kind of, act a little weird, you know, about showing appropriate affection to a daughter by, you know, hugging them or, you know, showing affections when they get into the puberty teenage years. To me, I don't think Uh, that anybody should not do that. I think that it's more important for a daughter that you show her that kind of a positive affection. Heck yeah, because you don't want to get looking for that from an another another boy or another man I want to be the model of the husband boyfriend that she's looking for Mm -hmm. Uh, really and they're more likely to develop you know benevolence towards relationships um, with respect to to how the if it's unhealthy or not or you know healthy or not healthy you know what I mean I would walk. Yeah, you know, I used to walk my daughter to school across the street every day when she was younger, and give her a hug, and you know the the security guard or the school cop is like, "How come you come here every day?" I go, "Cause I want every boy to know who her dad is." Right. <laughs> so you know, it's so that. funny. I have to share this with you. I remember my dad sharing this story with me and I wasn't home. So I just have to take my dad's word for it. But when I was a teenager, I had, you know, been gone for the day and my dad, he was a hunter. And he, so he had gone out duck hunting or something in the morning or pheasant hunting or whatever he was doing. And he was at home cleaning his guns. Right. So he heard him. Here's a knock on the door. And he was like, oh, man. So he, he's got all this oil and stuff on his hands. He can't let it drip. So he takes it, the, the device with him, a part of the gun. And he goes to the door and he answers the door. And this boy asks for me and he's holding this gun. And the boy looks at him and looks at the gun and just walks away. 
<laughs> and he wasn't answering the door well, like he was going to shoot anybody. He was just answering the door because he was cleaning his gun, and it was just a moment. But I thought that was super funny. Yeah, you gotta let as a father, you gotta let all the boys know who your daughter's dad is. Yeah. You know, they, you know, they're going to have to ask you for permission in the long run. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would always give the boys a bad time. And this little boy, he was, I asked my daughter, I said, is this that boy that was bombing you? And I could tell he was a really good kid. He's very respectful. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I go, is he a baddie or a giddy? And she's like, he's a giddy. I go, and I heard his name. I go, but you said his name was Thomas. And she's like, and he's like, but but that that was my name. I'm like, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> so he was freaked out for a second. I'm like, I'm just giving you a bad time. And he and he's grown up to be a wonderful kid. I see him now and then. He's very respectful. Good handshake. You know, I teach God. my daughter, hey, when you shake a man's hand, you shake it like a man. You know, my dad always taught us that too. Even me as a daughter, when you shake somebody's hand, you need to shake it, not just you know, spaghetti Inficient. it. Yeah. And, and I've, and she'll like walk up to me and put her hand out and like, you know, practice like the other day she did it. I'm like, mm-hmm. like she squeezed me as hard as she could. I give her a little, I just give her a little <laughs> squeeze and she's like, ow. Oh man. Like, well, like, Lance, I want to tell you, though. thank you so much for being on the show today. It has been such an honor to have this great conversation with you, to hear your insights and how you're developing your children. I really appreciate the time that you've taken out today. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Uh, maybe we can do it again sometime. I hope so. And listeners, so thank day. you. F- you too. And listeners, thank you for leaning in today. I look forward to having you join us next week where we're going to be talking about a huge topic related to divorce and children. Until then, again, Mr. McCann, thank you and have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in to Reclaiming Your Life. Be sure to join Don Christensen for another edition of the program next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until we speak again, have a good week.